Well, in a final bid yesterday to stop his extradition to the United States, Julian Assange's lawyers fought valiantly to poke holes in the case of the prosecution to obtain an appeal. A very interesting case. Um, Assange is has effectively been imprisoned since 2012 when he received political asylum from Ecuador explicitly against U.S. prosecution, some would call it persecution, and he has been actually in prison since 2018 in a high-security prison in the U.K. known as the British Guantanamo. The only reason he's imprisoned is because the U.S. government seeks to extradite him and try him on espionage charges for the crime of reporting on the secret crimes of the American government. And he is facing his final attempt to convince a British court not to extradite him to the United States, while the U.S. media and the political class obsess about civil liberties in Russia, they ignore when they're not at least when they're not openly cheering it on what all civil liberties and press freedoms groups agree is the gravest threat to press freedom in the west namely the attempt to put assange in an american prison for life where he will almost certainly die now um, Assange, by the way, has never been to the United States, and yet this is the country that he is likely, that he's very likely facing extradition to and imprisonment in. Just, I'll give you a little bit of background. Now, I'm a supporter of Assange. Doesn't mean I've supported everything he's done, but I think he is a great journalist. And I think he does the job that the mainstream media used to do. Media outlets like the Washington Post and the New York Times used to print things like the Pentagon Papers. They used to print leaked documents. They printed the Podesta emails. And they they printed all sorts of stuff that Julian Assange broke. He broke these stories. Julian Assange's nearly 15-year legal battle began in 2010 when WikiLeaks published classified military files from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, including footage showing a U.S. helicopter gunning down civilians, including two Reuters journalists in Baghdad. He took refuge in the Ecuadorian embassy in London before being arrested by the Metropolitan Police in 2019, who were permitted by the Ecuadorian embassy to enter and seize him, and he's been held for nearly five years in less than ideal conditions, to put it charitably. This man is not a spy. I don't believe he committed a crime. He did not purloin classified documents. He did what a lot of journalists do, but he did it in a much more important way. He published volumes of material leaked to him by Chelsea Manning, which exposed war crimes. It didn't just expose war crimes, it exposed lies. It exposed corruption. It exposed torture. It exposed assassinations. Can you imagine if WikiLeaks never published that material about Hillary Clinton that came from the Podesta emails in 2016? He ripped back the veil to expose what was going on in this country. 
And the two-day hearing that we're in the midst of is Assange's last chance to appeal this extradition decision made two years ago by the former British Home Secretary. What day is today? Wednesday. Today, the prosecution is going to make its arguments. If he's denied an appeal, he can request uh, the European Court of Human Rights for a stay of execution, which is given in exceptional circumstances and only where there is an imminent, imminent risk of irreparable harm. But the British court may order Assange's immediate extradition prior. So we will see. I think this case is an absolute travesty. And one of the many things that I hold against Donald Trump is that he did not pardon Julian Assange. I mean, it's particularly egregious when you think of how the Trump campaign benefited from the work that WikiLeaks did and Trump didn't even pardon him. By the, uh, not just didn't pardon him, they were the ones that made the decision to prosecute him. And Obama's Justice Department looked at prosecuting Assange as well. And ultimately, the lawyers in Obama's Justice Department concluded that they couldn't do it because it was such an it was such an irregular prosecution and such an unprecedented use of prosecutorial power that it really would take us to the next step of criminalizing journalism. So the Obama administration, to their credit, made the decision not to charge him. The uh, Trump Justice Department, as we know, with all those brilliant men that were there at the time, people like Rod Rosenstein, people like Jeff Sessions, people like Bill Barr, they had no such cool heads and sanity in the Trump Justice Department. They made the decision to go forward with prosecution. So, uh, and honestly, if I vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. this year, one of the key reasons will be he has promised that he will pardon Julian Assange. So I think this is horrible. All 18 counts filed against Julian Assange allege that his purpose was that such information so obtained, meaning the material Chelsea Manning leaked to him, could be used to the injury of the United States and the advantage of any foreign nation. This hearing um, was, I think, just a joke. An absolute joke. I think the reference made uh, to, you know, potentially um, harming another country was particularly outlandish since the unredacted documents were first made public, not by WikiLeaks or Julian Assange, but by another website called Cryptome, after reporters from The Guardian printed the password to these unredacted, uh, unredacted documents in their book. So some of these documents were already out there before WikiLeaks even published them.